You're listening to the Bloom and Blight holiday special, The Twisted Gift. You all live in a great, wonderful city. A city that's a little sleepy, but always thrumming with power, energy, as magic and technology helix together and create a home for you all. This adventure is going to begin the flurry of the snow. Um, There's a specific kind of comfort to a Pacific Northwest winter uh, that you wouldn't think could be captured in a city that is always awake and seemingly in trouble. But tonight, I would say that comfort is easily attained. Snow falls powdery on top of buildings. The roads are kind of slushy, still manageable as people make their way from one side of the city to another. Um, But the thing we see most are people kind of clamoring to their homes with their families, um, their friends, and everyone they choose to surround themselves with as the, the holidays commence. Where we find you all is in your hideout. Your hideout is something that uh, I'm sure that all listeners already know every detail and aspect of, but what I will say is I would love to kind of flash to each of you and on this night, um, as the snow is kind of raging outside, uh, figure out what you're doing. This is kind of, it's kind of a downtime. It's also kind of uh, an obligation phase. We're starting in this capacity, but you are in for the night. And sadly, that does mean you're all stuck together. So (laughs) let's just see what you all choose to do. Why don't we start with Vic? Vic is probably very standoffish. This might be like the second or third time he's been here because he has just recently been effectively, he became one of the good guys very recently. And I think what Vic is doing is currently standing in what we don't have like a true garage yet but he's standing with a broken down bike that he had recovered from a fight just on the side of the road. Sorry, guy who I, I guess I stole it from, but um, you know, it has to come from somewhere. Uh, And he's slowly trying to figure out how can I make this into something useful for himself? And I, I would say he's covered in grease stains where the grease came from because I've, I've i've mentioned before this is a magical bike eventually but i guess it has to start in something uh he's he's trying to figure out how to make his bike into a magical bike of very inconspicuousness read no not inconspicuous at all (laughs) um as conspicuous as you're trying to be uh the camera kind of floats through this almost garage um as your wrench just like clangs (laughs) um you are no longer using it as a wrench but also as a hammer as well uh this this bike is a huge project for you but the camera swoops past you um and we go to let's go to daff daff where are you in this hideout what are you doing Daff is doing what Daff always do, which is being a menace, particularly being a menace to Larkspur. Um, so I think we sort of pan over inside the practice room proper, and Daff is just sort of hanging upside down by her knees from what one could argue is a trapeze, but it's not compliant to any sort of like standards of any sort of like gym 
or you know competitive team or anything this is uh this is incredibly makeshift and i think probably is being scolded a bit for being reckless and for having just set this thing up um while also being assailed by the little mini marshmallows that go in your hot cocoa <laughs> and trying her best to catch them in her mouth and i can only imagine that the person who is doing that is larkspur Absolutely. Larkspur, I think, has leaned up against uh, one of the punching bags, kind of flipping through an astronomy textbook, and is kind of absentmindedly throwing these marshmallows at Daff. Absentmindedly throwing these marshmallows, Daff, you are like almost upside down at some point trying to catch them. It is just a very odd motion, but... Uh, the, the the thing that's most concerning about this whole thing is how badly the rig you built is bowing right now. <laughs> it's just... The only thing that is, like, saving Daff's ass right now is that Lark is not paying enough attention to see how badly uh, this is about to collapse. Um, because otherwise, you know, she would be removed bodily from this, probably. Yes, this rig, this rig is risky. Um, mm -hmm. As the camera travels over the rig, um, I would love to know what Belladonna, what are you doing? I think Belladonna is uh, sitting on her skateboard and kind of like rocking kind of back and forth um, on the ground as they sketch. And their eyes kind of shift from one blue, one brown, to like both brown as they kind of like flash upwards watching and like taking in this tomfoolery between Larkspur and Daffodil and then furiously sketch and then they look up again and they're blue and they have like a little bit of a smile and they kind of shake it off and their eyes go back to brown and they like start scribbling madly and they're drawing um, a really rude caricature of how dumb they're both being. Uh, it's a picture of Daffodil falling onto the ground and Larkspur failing to catch them. Remarkable. You are skating, sketching, um, doing all of the above, and this drawing of yours, uh, it's eerily, you know, it might come true. Y you can't really tell. But just as you're kind of uh, getting the features right and imagining the sounds of someone clashing, clattering down, the door opens to the hangout. Um, and instead of hearing clashing, you see someone walk in. Lily, if you could describe, uh, you've described yourself, but go ahead, describe uh, who we see and what you're doing. So Lily's a pretty like average height, kind of lanky individual uh, who is absolutely bundled up like you would think it was two degrees outside for the amount of like layers. There's clearly an undershirt within a sweater, within a jacket, within or like a raincoat, within like a couple of scarves, like it is a thing. Still though, I mean, everything like the brightest of bright neon colors that you can imagine all in a mix match that work and don't work at the same time as she comes in. But that's probably not what matters the most. She's definitely carrying like 12 boxes of pizza currently and just warm under her hands. <laughs> you can only see probably like the big, like bright pink and orange buns sticking out of like a little knitted headband over the boxes. <laughs> There's a pile of snow on top of the boxes and uh, you all, all throughout the hangout, whether or not you see Lily or smell the aroma of sweet, sweet pizza entering the space, you all are suddenly aware of the, the thing that brought you all together in the first place, this wonderful friend's dinner that allows you all to kind of celebrate the fact that you're together while kind of finding someplace safe and fun to be in while the snow is kind of blowing outside. 
Fuck yeah, pizza. Daft does a sick flip off the rig. What? <laughs> it's pizza time. What's pizza? <laughs> oh, sweet summer child. I, I, what is it? I. It's food. Oh, I don't even know how to describe this. It depends on who you ask, honestly. Um, sometimes pizza is a hot circle of garbage, and sometimes pizza is delicious. It's like bread, but like with cheese and sauce, but like also whatever you want on top. Literally. How does one describe heaven? You know? Lily just kind of looks around the edge of the boxes, just looking so like I fucked up. We haven't gotten you pizza yet? This is what have you eaten anything but ramen since you've been here? Um, is there anything else but ramen? Please say you boil water before you put it in the cup. I put water in the cup. Okay, thank and God. I put it in the microwave. And then I Oh no, that's oh. styrofoam. Oh God. Oh. It sounded pretty crunchy earlier when he walked by. Oh, oh that man. explains why it wasn't in the cup. Um Oh sweetheart. This is better. This is better. This is so much better. Okay. It's here, I guess. <laughs> Lops it down. Yes. Yeah, you plop it down on a table. Um, you start, you said there's like 12 different boxes. You just start laying them out, um, cracking the lids open. It is like wonderful consistency. We're talking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles consistency here. Like gooey cheese, perfect crust. I would say that for your first slice of pizza, this is kind of setting you up pretty high. You all kind of grab your grab your slice. This is like very menial, but this is something that I, as someone who enjoys your characters, would like to know. What pizza, what pizza does everyone get? Daft pops up sort of behind Lily in a very comic way. Did you get the Hawaiian? Of course. It's through a couple, there you go. Oh, hell yeah. Just takes a whole box over to the couch, honestly. It's all yours. <laughs> I mean, that's why Lily brought so many is she assumed everyone was going through at least one. And now that this is Vic's first pizza, I might not have gotten enough, honestly. <laughs> We're growing superheroes. <laughs> we, we need the we need the carbs. Truly. Did you get the half and half? Half and half, half, half and half. Half, half mushroom. Yes, half onion. Half mushroom, half onion. It is possibly the most disgusting pizza I could ever think of, but I'm so happy that you enjoy it. This is all yours. You see blue eyes look at you, but mushrooms are so healthy. They're fungus, you know? Yeah. I feel like you probably shouldn't eat that. Most of that's like mold, toxic, deadly. It's a miracle of nature. Okay, as she like pulls out one that's nothing but like 12 layers of pepperoni and like hot honey. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Lark, what, what pizza are you reaching for? Oh, I was going to say she was reaching for a pepperoni jalapeno pizza, but honestly, probably the same pizza that Lily has. <laughs> Sounds good. The two of them have worked together for a while. I think they uh, they probably eat the same kind of pizza. That's the only kind of pizza they had at the hideout for a while until we found uh, Belladonna. Made us bring in fungus. Yeah, I feel like it's a twofer. It's like you didn't realize you were reaching for a certain kind of pizza. Lily puts the slice in your hand. You just eat it without thinking about it. And suddenly now it's your favorite. You all are kind of just eating together, having a good time. Um, conversation flows easily. And what I would say is that at this point in time, you are not expecting to have to leave. The biggest thing is that you are all having kind of a sleepover here. Um, the snow has packed to about a foot or so outside. So you're kind of stuck. But Lily, I would love for you as you take a bite of your pizza, like a piece kind of hanging in your mouth. I would love for you to give me a perceive roll. Oh my gosh, I get to roll. I forgot I could do that as a player. I'm so uh, excited. <laughs> oh my goodness. 
This is so great. Does she have anything that she does? Yay! Uh, but I'm assuming controlled mm -hmm. and standard. This is definitely a controlled. Give me so many options. Oh, three. <laughs> Good first roll. <laughs> three? Yeah. Okay. You almost hear the tiniest knock on the front door. Very, very small knock. I mean, I feel like at this point, Lily's not uh, too secretive yet. <laughs> um, it's just like, did y'all invite somebody here? No. Mm -hmm. This is literally all, wait, okay, there's other people, but you're like the only people I know. You know other people? A thousand yards there. <laughs> okay. Just like kind of creeps over, uh, has fully like is now down to just like the really tall, like knitted socks and like lost a few layers. So she's just been eating pizza. Pizza still in one hand. And like kind of creeps over to the door and does like a little peek hole. Kind of, kind of, kind of look through. Should we do weapons? Nobody else should know where this is, right? No, it's supposed to be here. I mean, I guess people could stumble across there. I mean, there's like graffiti outside, so people have seen the outside of it. I don't like popovers. Maybe we just be quiet till they leave. Yeah, we don't need to let them know that the door opens. Seeing that Larkspur doesn't want to answer the door, Belladonna just gets up, walks over, and opens it. <laughs> You just open the door? Yeah. I'm standing there just like half a slice of pizza in my mouth, just like creeping and just staring around the corner. <laughs> uh, it is an art piece as everyone, you standing, Beldonna standing in the door, wind immediately just blows past you, snow blowing in the place. Um, you see four boxes, four tiny little presents wrapped meticulously with white bows, each of them with red, green, blue, and yellow uh, uh, wrapping paper. Alright, so there's boxes out here? I think they're presents. I don't trust it, but Bella says tis the season. Bella, what do you even know about? Bella says tis the season. Ah, uh, Do I bring him in? Lily, do I bring him in? What do I do with this? Very excited eyes as Lily loves presents and sees them as like, I mean, what Maybe we just, like, open the box while it's outside. So if it blows up, it doesn't mess up the pizza. That seems fair. And the wind is cold. The wind is blowing. It is, it is, you have to shut the door soon. I think Belladonna starts opening a random one like a gremlin. Hey, babe, could you, like, put those in a dream or something? If something goes wrong, I guess I can get us in a portal. Um, okay, I don't trust this. Just Belladonna. Oh, they've already opened it. God damn it. So we can open them. Rushes and grabs the other three and shoves them in. <laughs> yeah. Out of the wind. Shoves them in. You are reaching down. Um, you just immediately open one. Which color do you open up? Red, green, blue, or yellow? Which one's Belladonna doing? Yellow for sure. Yellow? Yeah. Yellow for sure? Okay. Um, You open up. <laughs> That's literally perfect. Um, You open it up um, and inside you see a tiny little card, like a little placard folded in half. Um, this meticulous cardstock with a beautiful calligraphy on it that just says a gift for you. You see a small, tiny little, uh, it's like a like those New Year's Eve things, like you twist them apart and you know that it's going to pop. It's kind of like that, um, except it seems like it's like metal, but wrapped in a tiny little yellow ribbon. And it just says a gift for you. I really want to open this, but at the same time, I'm trying to be uh, safe. <sighs> we have fucking magical powers. Do it. We can figure out if something that goes wrong. I'm so curious. What is it? Oh, 
I think the two blue eyes like start kind of like looking at the hands in front of them and twisting like excitedly to open it up. You twist it and you hear this almost humming sound as it doesn't pop, it doesn't explode, but begins to drive this kind of haunting Christmas carol as it glows yellow. And I believe that when you are ascended, you have a flower, correct? Mm-hmm. A specific flower that... What color is your flower? White. White? Where, where's that flower on you? Do you have the flower on you right now? So I think it's probably like a little dried one is braided into Belladonna's like kind of kinky curly hair. She usually has them up in like little like Afro puffs. Mm-hmm. So I imagine it's probably like right at the back of their hair. And Vic, um, what flower do you have? Uh, it's a wolfsbane, which is kind of a purple. Beautiful. Which I guess he doesn't really carry it with him, but he has it like, you don't really, well, you can embroider on a a leather jacket, which he always wears a leather jacket. So it's like on that jacket. Yeah. Wonderful. You see this tiny yellow, almost party favor starting to hum and glow yellow. And the green box begins to glow as well. You see it's almost like shaking inside, vibrating with energy. As what I will say, everyone else sees Belladonna's white flower that's just woven in glow and start turning purple. And the embroidered wolfsbane on your jacket bleaches itself. It loses all color. What is happening? I don't like this. What's happening? I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I knew you shouldn't have opened that box. Lily looks up as she's already opened a second one. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> You rip open the red box and you see that in, like, it's almost like this kinetic energy. It's bouncing around almost like fireworks setting each other off or like firecrackers like setting each other off. The first two go and the one in front of you as the box is open begins glowing from inside of the box and it turns red and what i mean a lily most likely what color lily is it like pinkish orangish i think it's like pink and orange yeah one of those where it's like super pink on the outside and orange where like the whatever the middle parts are called where the pollen lives i know plants remarkable daff what flower do you have a daffodil of course a daffodil and it's, that's white with yellow. Yeah, it's yellow and white. We're doing a little flower test if I know flowers. <laughs> that's what this is. It's a little botany lesson, right? Yeah, just a little quick botany lesson. I think because Daph always wears a mask, even when they're at the hideout, <laughs> nobody else knows their true identity. Yeah. So I think in, in true fashion, uh, the mask that they're wearing today is bright yellow. <sighs> bright yellow. Um, so the whites and yellows of your daffodil begins to grow sunsetty and vibrant, this purples and oranges and yellows as Lily, your Lily, begins to drain in color. The only thing staying kind of yellowish is the center of your Lily as the final present begins to vibrate inside of the box as well. It seems like they've all set each other off. You all watch as your clothes change as I would say there is no forced ascendance in this situation, but you do feel like everything starts shifting around. Your senses start fading in and out. You feel like you can smell the pizzas way too intensely. Um, You all kind of get headaches all at once. And Larkspur, you're watching your friends like... What is going on? You see them literally, their clothes shifting. Like Vic's leather jacket that was this pitch black, this worn down leather starts 
bleaching from the bottom up, turning white entirely. Um, you watch all of these. It's, it's not a full ascendance, but some sort of transformation is happening and colors are flipping around and your friends are kind of stumbling about, just disoriented. Yeah, on instinct, I think one of her blades appears in her hand in the form of a dagger and she'll <laughs> throw it. And if I can cut a portal open under these boxes and drop them into a dream, I don't want anything else to happen. Yeah. So you are trying to kind of go against the effects of these boxes, get them out of the way. Um, go ahead and give me a defy roll. Okay. I am used to having so many dice for this specific <laughs> role, and I do oh. not currently. <laughs> you're babies. You're all babies. Uh, that is a five. Okay. On a five, you see that the portal opens cleanly all the way around. Each of these boxes kind of falls in, um, but on their way down, you see that like they kind of start ticking, 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 ticking. And as they fall through the portal, you don't really know. Do, do you have control over where your portals go? Usually she can sense dreams. Um, she's probably not as good at it at this point as she is later on, but she can sense dreams and kind of direct into them. Okay, there is this this tangible chaos to these presents all kind of falling in the portal separately. They all begin ticking. You have no idea where you have sent them, but you have successfully sent them away which is good that's good for now yes why did we open the boxes i mean technically uh one of us did try to warn you i don't know if we get points for that they were pretty though to be fair i didn't open shit what is happening to you all why am i why am i what, what happened to my jacket i i liked my jacket why did why What's happened? Is this, did the pizza do this? Does pizza change your clothes? Pizza doesn't do. No. 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 No, no, not even. To be fair, presents don't normally either. I don't want to also scare you off from gifts. That was new. That's a gift? Gifts are usually cool. That was packaged like a gift. Looks like a trick. Different holiday. We'll get to that next year. Wise Larksboro has got to point fingers. Hey now. We don't know what just happened to you all. Why? I... <laughs> She kind of throws her arms up in the air and walks away. Wait, wait, what happened to you? Are you, you're still you? Yes, nothing happened to me because I was not near the boxes that were obviously a trap. <gasps> parent trap. Was that it? No, not parent trap. What? What's the Lindsay Lohan one? Wait, shit, they're both Lindsay Lohan. 13 going on 30? No, God, the one with Jamie Lee Curtis. Freaky Friday. Freaky, Freaky Friday. Friday. Here's Freaky Friday. Fuck yeah, we'd be so what? good at trivia night. Today's, today's only Wednesday. What do you mean Friday? What? Don't worry about it. Uh, it's going on the it's, list. <gasps> it's going on the list. It's where like you're in your own body, but you're not anymore. You're in someone else's body, but I'm still in my body. So I don't know what you mean. We're still here, right? Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure this is the right body. So it is, is this or is this not a Freaky Friday? A double feature Freaky Friday. I don't know. Larkspur holds out her hand and her sword appears. My powers are fine. Nothing's wrong with me. Oh, yeah. Go to, like, manifest my shield. Do I have a whip instead? <laughs> you go to whip out your shield, and absolutely, um, everything feels different. You bring your arms up in this protective gesture, and in fact, the almost, like, baton part of the handle of the whip, like, starts appearing out of nowhere, um, and you, like, look up and arc your head around and see that it has formed... No, no shield to be found, my friend. Jeez, careful with that thing. I think Daph puts up an arm to block it, and I imagine the shield shows up. Yep. Just in what? front of you, like, ah. What the fuck? 
Belladonna squeezes her eyes shut and just like like clenches her fists and like raises her her shoulders like she's just like trying to squeeze the ever-loving shit out of the inside of her out and goes, what color are my eyes? They're brown, right? They're brown? Both of them? The same color. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, same color. Yeah. Yeah. So like, do you, do you see, you don't see one blue and one brown? Uh-uh. No. No. Uh-uh. I mean, she's still in here. I still feel her in here. I don't feel like just me, but... Oh, what is this? You sound... Fuck this. This is weird. Yep, you sound like you. This is gonna be fun. Oh, I don't like it. Nope. 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 (laughs) Lily just slow turn. (laughs) Looks at Vic. How you doing, bud? What? Um, I want to go run in the woods. I don't know why. I want to go run in chase some uh, maybe a rabbit a deer guys have you seen deer are you part wolf for real what's wrong with you (laughs) and in after you say that you all hear almost like a trailing echo the same voice it's almost as if Vic is speaking twice but his mouth is moving once slowly more and more delayed until it gets to the point of being almost a separate voice entirely Oh no. I feel really bad for you. This is gonna be this is gonna be hard, buddy. I just wanna run. I just wanna run. Yeah. Of all of the days not to have a vision. You know, I think we should do it. Let's go Let's run. Let's go run. Let's go run. Let's go run. There's a foot of snow outside, so my guy. So cold. Let's go run. Let's go run. No 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 no. So cold. So cold. So cold. No, I... And Vic is like full on child running like jumping up and down. Let's go run. I'm gonna go run. Vic, Guys, Vic, I don't Vic. You... You don't own a down jacket, Vic. <laughs> there is a foot of snow outside. We'll be fine. No. <laughs> Wait, why am I the voice of reason? What is happening? Belladonna like walks to the door and like puts puts their hand on the door and is like, hmm. Daph mm-hmm. goes to like launch a whip at the door to, to like wrap around the handle and it doesn't fucking, the, there's like a, there's a shield. Your shield like <laughs> Captain America like <laughs> dings into the shit. door. Fuck, I didn't, I didn't, sorry, that was, fuck, shit. Ooh, I'll help. And then Lily tries to do the whip, but instead just cracks her own arm. It's like, ow, never mind. <laughs> yeah, no, careful with that one. We'll be back. I don't think we should go anywhere. I think we should sit down. Ten minutes. Ten minutes isn't a long No, we need to stay together. We need to figure this out. I do have a lot more energy than usual, though. Like, just saying, just saying that. What if we get stuck? Belladonna, you, you understand the logic in the fact that you shouldn't be outside, but you're different. You're different and you're you're built different. You're the main character of your story and your next chapter begins on the outside of this hideout. As everybody is arguing, she just like rips the door open <laughs> and just goes. Yeah, go for it. Just like tears the door open, like the, the lock is broken, like it's busted. Like the handle has little dents in it from her fingers from like squeezing it in anticipation. And like the second that Lark is like, we need to stay here. She's just like, no, and like rips open the door. And they launch themselves out of it. <laughs> and and you sadly, well, not sadly, fortunately, in your uh, little playbook change, meta little uh, playbook change, you have switched playbooks, meaning that you have to pick, <laughs> I believe you need to pick a rival, correct? I do. And it is definitely Larkspur. Is it Larkspur's voice telling you not to go outside? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And Larkspur is like, we need to stay, we need to stay together. The second that, that Belladonna hears, we need to stay together. I think like she just, she's like, she gives a glance to Vic and like a nod, like a sup. 
and then it's gone. There's, if it were a cartoon, there'd be like a smoky outline. Yes. Where Belladonna used to stand. You throw the door open, the wind whips inside again. And as you go outside, I want you to give me a perceive roll. And Vic, if you, you are caught in this interesting feedback loop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you think that the feedback loop would be uh, a bit more effective than listening to your friends, then I'll have you make a perceive roll to, uh, or you can make me a defy role as well if you would like to if you think that you would like to break free of this feedback loop oh that's that's good question um yeah let let me do a i'm gonna roll with the madness i'm gonna perceive (laughs) nice um you run outside and you all hear that like vic is only speaking in harmony with himself as he runs outside still saying like let's go outside let's go outside you both launch into the flurry uh what did what did you all get uh what position are we in in this uh i would say you are kind of in i would say controlled is a good good way of putting you're not in danger it's not super risky but it's just opening a door three okay (laughs) with the three you go outside you are truly like kicking up the snow behind you um that foot and some inches of snow is still packing up um, and you are having fun outside in it. You're not really noticing how cold you are, um, but your friends who are inside absolutely are kind of, they're, they're, they're watching you uh, get a little blue. Um, I was wrong. I got a six. Belladonna. I'm so proud. You got a six. You're wonderful. I never get a six. <laughs> you go outside, you take a few steps into the snow. Your story, your journey begins now. And as you step forward, you look off in the distance. First of all, in front of you, you see footsteps. You see footsteps leading to your door and away from your door. I think I look back to see if anyone's going to come with me. Vic is is following, just so you know. Okay, yeah. So then I say, uh, yeah, so there's definitely footsteps out here. And I think we need to know who left them. You're a wolf. If you didn't want to be found, you wouldn't leave footprints, would you? Never. And you just hear, never, never, never. Yeah, yeah. We need to know. I need to know. Do we need to know? We do. I'll say I got a, I got a four in my perceive. Okay. Uh, but I do, before you describe anything, I just want you to know Vic has almost instinctively gotten on all fours and is like trying to smell. Trying to smell like the path? Yep, just trying. Like, to give, like, a, a. I have to reinforce, Vic was once a bad guy, and before he had his bad guy moment, it was full, like, almost Power Ranger transformation into, like, a wolf beast. This is, like, coming home, baby. Oh, it, there is unlimited chaos inside of you as you try to track down where these footsteps are coming from going to. What I'll say before I describe what you kind of track down, what you find, Daff, Larkspur, Lily, what are you all doing inside? I could have had the knives. I could have had cool knives and I can't follow them like this. Just like tugging on boots. (laughs) Yeah, Lily's definitely putting clothes on, but is not far behind the other two because she now has a gymnast amount of energy instead of living off of junk food and only need to be tough. (laughs) So, but also still hates cold. So is pulling on jackets. I can go get them. I can go find them real quick. Does a little handstand. Oh, this is great. We'll catch up. Give me like 30 seconds and Lark will sit down right where she is in the floor, close her eyes and try and take a deep breath. I would like to 
gather information to try and have a vision to figure out what in the world is going on here. Remarkable. Easy for you to do. Let's see. So we're going to have we're going to have a vision gathering some information. Um, go ahead and give me an analyze roll. I will. This is very important. So I am going to I'll push myself. I'll take two stress. Okay. Uh, to get a bonus time. That is two sixes. Whoa. Phenomenal. You as your friends kind of get outfitted to go outside. And what I will say is that, Vic, you start finding the path of what Larkspur sees in this moment. Your visions, would you say your visions are clear? It depends. Sometimes they are kind of chaotic and dreamlike, and sometimes she's actually in them and is can like mess with the environment around her. So it, it varies. You watch as your friends kind of start dashing out the door Um, You ask for a little bit of time. You sit down and you calm yourself and still yourself. And the thing that begins this like dreamlike state is this like chaotic laughter. Just like (laughs) all in your ears surrounding you um, like a wind. You see your friends running after uh, into the snow away from the hideout. Like literally the camera angle is pointing at your friends so you can see the hideout dwindling behind you. You see all of you rushing into the city and what you see are three snowboarding tricksters. You have no idea what they look like, faces, any of that, but you see their snowboards like carving through on the street, um, small engines in these like wheels, these neon wheels underneath their snowboards as they make their way through the city, kicking up snow in between cars and tossing snow all over like civilians who just happen to be walking on the street. As your friends are kind of like jumping and making their way through, you see your friends, the, the modes of transportation, you literally see, all you can see is like the wheels on each one um, as in transcendence and like trans Transcendence, maybe something different. Everyone's a little wobbly, but you see that the uh, modes of transportation around the city are all kind of accommodating to the snow as well. And you just see a high, high energy pursuit. But you just get the sense that like whatever is coming is going to lead you through the city and that you will have the facilities to actually uh, keep up with whatever's happening. You lastly watch all three of these tricksters hop off of their snowboards, kick them off to the side and run almost like next to, it's like a club. You can hear the pulsing bass of this club and then steps going down and you watch them all run downstairs into uh, this club. You're not really sure about much after that. You just hear that laughter once again. And when your eyes open, you see that you have kicked up snow in this place. And it's not just from outside. You've literally like brought snow in here and it is like kicked up, flooring around you. And as you notice it, it stills like dust hanging in the air. And your friends, you see Daff and you see Lily kind of standing in the door, like still like <laughs> pulling on shoes, like looking, getting ready. This has never happened before. Um, Three snowboarders. I guess we have to chase them to the city. They're going to go to a club. I saw where the club is. We can set a trap, but we still have to chase them. Otherwise, they may not go there. So we have to make sure that plays out. Um, Lily, do you think you can use Daph's whip? Can you swing? Do you think? Like Spider-Man swing? Like Daph uh, usually does. Uh, I can try. Do you have another way of getting around? 
I can try. It's all in the elbow. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be very, there's going to be a lot of like face plants into the snow, but I feel like eventually the body will start to learn what the magic is trying to do <laughs> and we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. You, um, you all start dashing out into the city and Vic, you immediately see what I described before, after you and Belladonna start racing out into the snow, it has stopped blizzarding quite a bit, but the snow is still coming down. You're following the footsteps and they turn into snowboard tracks and not just like, it's like the wavy form of like three different trails interweaving, just chaotically weaving around towards the main road. I'm gonna say, this is gonna be so annoying world builder of me, but I'm gonna say that the hangout, the hangout is usually like, I think that you said it's like a down below kind of space. Yeah, it's like in an old like cave from like magma flow and stuff. So you see that they, they kind of like snowboarded down to a certain area and then walked the rest of the way, had to walk up a path to get back towards the top of like the hill of where this is. And you see that they have started snowboarding back down towards the city. You you don't have a motorcycle yet, just do you? Uh, no, I was, I was just working on what will be my motorcycle. Yeah, you know, running through this snow, it's not a bad deal for you, I would say. I'm feeling it, I'm really feeling it. Yeah, and Belladonna, you usually use a longboard to get around, skateboard to get around. Um, I think that it feels like something about tonight is empowering you. I would love for you. Hmm. This this is an interesting roll. Um, go ahead and give me an express roll. Oddly enough, still controlled, right? Mm-hmm. That's a two. One, a two. You're real. You go to take out your longboard, just like set it down on the ground, jump onto it. It stays still in the snow. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, whatever. I don't. I don't think it's gonna go in the snow. I've got two legs and a lot of heart, so I, I'm just. I'm just gonna. I, we can hoof it. You're fast. Yeah. The wolf, you can just hear, like, actually the wolf has just fully evolved into a panting dog almost. <laughs> yes, let's go, chase, now. Yeah, I think, uh, I think Belladonna kind of, like, looks inward and, like, in their mind is, like, talking to Bella, like, hey, you're basically a non-corporeal being. You, like, float most of the time. You can just, you know, like, you could boost me, right? You could boost me a little bit. Let's try it. And, like, the answer seems, like, really far away. Like, she's still there, but it just feels like she's, like in the back of the mind instead of the forefront. And Lonnie just kind of shakes it off and goes to just run forward. You go to start running forward and your footsteps on the snow, it crunches, crunches, crunches at first. And then it gets really solid. And then you feel yourself step forward and underneath your foot before you even take the next step. A board immediately materializes and you feel yourself starting to skate as the wheels are huge and start carving in the snow. You immediately just start doing like these wave, uh, these wavy carving motions. And Vic, you're like pouncing through the snow. Lily and Daph and Larkspur, as you make it to the top of the hill, you see your friends already starting to carve their way down. And Larkspur, to confirm uh, a vision that you had earlier, you see very far off in the distance where the traffic begins, where people can actually, like, you get to this, like, the urban part of this city. 
you see three tricksters wearing these like yellow vests, these big white puffer coats, yellow vests, huge yellow hats where uh, the, the tops of them are just like this fabric and at the ends of it, it's like neon electronic LED yellow. And they all seem to be like carving through the city similarly, kicking snow on people, jumping on top of cars, all that kind of stuff. They seem to be just like running away from you all. Yeah, Lark will point them out and glance over at Lily. So what's the plan? You said we have to get them to a club? That's where they're going. You know, we can try and head them off maybe, but if we get there too soon, then that might scare them off. Looks at the two just just tearing down this hill towards them. I would catch up to them if I were you. I feel like five of us just chasing after them might scare them off more than anything. Do you want me to try and portal to the club? I could take either you or Daph with, and we can wait while the rest of everybody else chases. I don't know. Yeah, uh, spitballing it, I don't know. I've never had people ever find or hide out or do anything of this variety. Um, Y'all two head to the club, figure out what that looks like, get a good grasp. I'm getting a little better with this as they've only like fallen about four times um, in the last four seconds. Uh, but I'll catch up and maybe we can we can, we can can do like a little uh, hurting action. I can't think of an actual word other than that right now because I have a lot of energy too. Daph, do you always live like this? Like I feel like my like limbs constantly want to move. Yes. Or stretch. Yes. And they stretch really far. Yes. All of the time. It's a problem. Oh, boy. I am so sorry. I see why you work out so much. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Ooh, I wonder how long this is going to last. I'm going to lose a lot of weight. I... I, the snowballs don't even sound good to me right now. Okay, anyway, as she falls down the hill and becomes like a snowball trying to <laughs> chase after <laughs> the other two. <laughs> Absolutely. And as you're falling and tumbling, um, I believe a mask appears on your face. Uh, what does your mask look like? what would it look like um you know i think probably more than anything because this just makes sense for lily and granted while now having this enigma playbook is not necessarily trying to conceal her identity fully i think it is more like face paint and glitter in a very like you know bright again those bright pinks those bright oranges lots of glitter maybe like some little sequins that are like in the shape of little lilies mixed in there it's like is she going to fight crime or go to a rave i don't know maybe both (laughs) both right now if we're going to a club (laughs) yes it's true um and daff or looks for you look over and daff is like holding on (laughs) their mask (laughs) with the hand because it's not magic anymore they it's not staying on as it normally would you're like holding on your mask like oh no it's it's okay it'll be fine no no hindrance to whatever you do from here on out but your mask is like yeah instead of the like normal like uh fancy makeup that happens when she transcends it's still the shitty party city mask that has like turned pink since they've like swapped stuff so it's just fully like fully off brand um even if they're transcended daft just sort of looks over to lark and honestly like just throws an arm around her waist let's go to the club babe and throws the throws the shield down on the ground, hops onto it, and pulls her onto it like a snowboard, and just kicks off down the hill. Lily is so jealous because I thought of that immediately, and I was like, "Oh, I can't do it! I have a stupid whip." <laughs> this is hey, the whip is not stupid. That's how you started to snowball. Was you went to go throw the shield down, but it was the whip, and you just tripped and fell. Oh. Like, oh crap! <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for listening to Bloom and Blight. Our holiday cast includes Lexi as guest director, 
Taylor as Lily, Candace as Belladonna, Logan as Wolfsbane, Kit as Daffodil, and Anna as Larkspur. Cast details can be found in the show description. All production is handled by Anna and Kit. All sounds and music courtesy Epidemic Sounds. Girl by Moonlight is a Forged in the Dark system from Evil Hat Productions. To stay up to date with all things Bloom and Blight, be sure to give us a follow on social media at Bloom and Blight. And check out bloomandblight.com for a link to our community Discord server, transcripts, and more. Bloom and Blight is a Dareful Archives production. See you next time.